Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at searsimports.com. Hey, Jace, did I see you drive by my house in a new car? You sure did there, Goober. I waved to you in your front lawn. Nice. I didn't know you were getting a new one. Where did you go, Jason? I went to Sears Imported Autos, and I really wasn't planning on getting a new car. But I went online. I saw a car. I went in there, and Sue, I love Sue, her service was amazing, and it really was one of those examples of customer service makes a difference. And it's not a surprise to me they've been in business for over 55 years serving not one not two not three four lex and dawn four generations of happy customers and now i'm one of them they were named best of the best for mercedes for 2018 and 2019 i mean it is really where as they say quality meets affordability the selection of their certified pre-owned vehicles will help you find like a dream car at the price you want so if you're gonna get a car don or lex sears imported autos where are they again lex sears imported autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in minnetonka more information at searsimports.com and when you walk into sears imported autos make sure you say you heard about them from jace well what's a family for if it can't take care of its losers Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on my Talk Radio 71 and live streaming all over the earth at MyTalkRadio71.com. I'm Jason Matheson, and joining me every single day when she's not threatening to leave me to become an elevator inspector, she's going up and down, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen, Alexis Thompson. Mm-hmm. Good morning, Fluffy. Good morning, buddy. Good morning, Don McLean. Good morning, and good morning to Kenny. Good morning, fellow Hoopleheads. <laughs> good morning, and good morning to all of you on this Tuesday, January 12th, 2021. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to your life. Welcome to the most productive day of the week. Welcome to National Youth Day, as in Debbie Gibson's Electric Youth. Welcome to National Kiss a Ginger Day. Welcome to National Curried Chicken Day. Welcome, Dawn, for you. Welcome mm-hmm. to National Marzipan Day. Yeah, Welcome... Good. To National Pharmacist Day. Welcome to National Shop for Travel Day. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Oh. And welcome <laughs> to your very first sip of delicious coffee. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. Uh-huh. 
Alexis, how is your cup of coffee this morning? Oh, this is my travel to the living room coffee. <laughs> it's divine this morning. It's exactly what I need. It's black hot and uh, fresh. <sighs> McLean, comma, Dawn in your employee file. Yes. How, uh, how is your tea? Oh, my tea is good. It's broad-minded, uh, courteous, uh, creative, diligent, dynamic. And easygoing, and it's my travel to Woodbury and back blend. Oh. Nice. Kinner Mattel? I'm drinking the barley blend coffee right now, Jason, in honor of the grain farmer that tipped his semi over on eastbound 94 prior to 610 in Maple oh. Grove. Oh, no. Um, yeah, more on no. that uh, coming up. How's your coffee? Um... You know, it's repulsive, uh, it's uptight, it's worried, it's defeated, it's embarrassed, it's pissed, it's angry, it's bewildered. Cheers, everybody, oh, cheers. 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 Me. I wouldn't drink it's that. Me. Mm. Mm. Oh, nothing, Lex. Nothing that oh, a good cup I'm... of coffee and three hours with my friends, nothing yeah. nothing that that can't fix, you know? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Uh-huh. Nothing, honey. That used to be a that was a cereal in the eighties, by was. the way. I liked that cereal. Did, I did too. I enjoyed so that good. cereal. Like nothing, honey, and those commercials. Nothing, honey. That was it. That's all I remember. But <laughs> anyway. I don't know um, what that had to do with your cross country skiing yesterday. Oh my goodness. And uh here is here's the uh the listener benefit, because uh, we should always have those. Uh here's the listener benefit to all of you. Um cross country skiing isn't as easy as you think it is. And mm-hmm. this is what I mean. I have never cross-country skied in my life. And when I thought about cross-country skiing, this is what I thought of. You know, just a little little a movement. Track. Thank you, Lex. A little mm-hmm. a little a little classically. Yeah, like my legs move a little bit. You know, that's what I thought. <laughs> just a little bit. And I thought, okay. I'm gonna be on uh, like uh, I'm gonna be on flat land and I'm and it's just gonna be and I'll be able to look at trees I'll be able to look at mountains I'll be able to you know enjoy nature and um, it's none of that uh, it's absolutely other than nature which I can't look at because I'm too busy looking down to make sure that my feet are going where my feet should be going um, it, it's none of what I just said it's nothing no free loots live. No, it's no, it's not free no. to live. Did they Huga. give you some stick, uh, stick wax to? Stick no, to the... I had no, I had no wax of the stick. And no, you were nothing. Not skating, like I'm like sorry, the Nordic what? track, like back and oh, forth. I was, or no, were you girl. like pizzaing? Um, well, I was, uh, I was uh, calzoning. I was everything. I was, <laughs> I was literally. This is our food talk, by the way. Right yeah, now, that's what you get. I I was everythinging, and just like Oprah lied to us about the forties. Oh, it's great! Um, <laughs> people lied to me about cross country skiing, and um, yeah, it's it, not easy, Jace. Lex, it is not easy. Well, I, it I, is, I, I did it in high school. I, I know I was you on did. The team and um, the team. Oh, she yeah, was we on the team. team. We I, yeah, we did. 5K, 10K races. And oh my gosh! I was a classical, classical uh, skater or yeah, skier, skier, just like what you were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the skating is even faster. That's why I ask, and that can be slicker, and a different <sighs> kind of wax, and a whole different preparation of the ski. Yeah. 
Lex, you would have laughed. I I don't know if I you would have been delightful out there because you would have you would have made it even more fun. And and I should say dot dot dot. Here's another it's thing. Still. Yeah. yeah, here's another ab fab. Uh, we are, and I thought about this, just like all of our park systems, when I go running in the summer, I really do, I'm not being woo-woo, but I, look, I know our property taxes are high here, and there's things definitely to bitch about, but, you know, we really do have great park systems, and, and we do have great trails, and, and this park in Maple Grove, the Three Rivers Parks, I was like, wow, this is, yeah, and it's a beautiful one. And I just, again, I had some civic pride again. I'm like, you know, the world is just a dumpster fire right now. But I thought, you know, this is really nice that this is here. And I talked to my guy, Tyler, the guy that was unfortunately paired with me. I felt so bad for him. Uh, He said because of the pandemic and people are just yearning to get out and find things to do that are, that are, you know, put air quotes around it safe. He said they've never been busier. It's been like nice. the busiest season, and he's been doing this for 15 years. So it's, this is it's great snow for this too. Yeah. So I mean, look, I, I'm I'm being Jason just to try to make you guys smile in the morning. But there's a lot there's a lot of positives that I learned yesterday. And as much as I was unprepared for the physical activity of yesterday, at the end of it, because I also learned. It's really just like every activity, whether you're lifting weights or for me running, it's all about muscle memory. My body was like, what the hell are you doing? Like, what is this coordination <laughs> yes, with with these right. Gandalf, with these Gandalf staffs? And and then I have to worry about my feet. And he kept telling me my flow was off. And I'm like, flow? She was in Alice. And then he didn't get that reference. And, and then... <laughs> Just like was he also twelve? Exactly. Yeah, I was like twenty. But um, but no. So, but once I got the rhythm of you know you move your left foot, but your right Gandalf, you know your right uh, stick. Then once I got that rhythm, my body started getting used to it, and I enjoyed it. Um, and it's a hell of a workout. Um, that's another thing that if you've never done it, my talkers, it is a hell of a workout. I got done. I was sweating. I actually should have worn a, a lighter coat because I got in my car, girl. Yeah, girl, I was, I was I gross. Wear, yeah, when you compete, you just wear a zoot suit. That's it. Like you're in Janet onesie. Jackson's, uh, what, what do you mean a zoot? Like you're, yes, you're doing a onesie. A, a onesie, oh, okay. like a panda onesie? Like a stretchy, no, like a stretchy oh. uh, lycra Oh, suit. Yeah, that's how. Oh, okay, yeah, that's, that's what you. I see. I should have called you, Lex. I should have just because I forgot. <laughs> I knew you. I, I I thought for sure you did this sport, and and yeah, I should have I asked. I haven't been out in years though. Now but I oh. do love it. Let me ask you a question about sure, where do you, where do you feel the burn? Is it in your butt or oh. is it like are you All working um, your All thighs? Over. Huh? Everything, Dawn. Every okay. that was an, that's another uh, v, uh, listener. Listeners, uh, my talkers, little benefit, little information here, not just crap. Um, you, it is a full body workout. Okay. Because this morning, as I'm sitting here talking to you, lovely people, my shoulders hurt, my butt hurts, um, my leg, my my upper legs hurt. Yeah. How are you gonna get on that tauntaun? Yeah, I didn't have to do that yesterday. I didn't have to work out with Ben. Hi, Ben. You've got mail.
um, smart-ass uh, unpaid researcher Phil, you run. Cross-country skiing is like walking one foot in front of the other. Okay. Um, <laughs> Phil? No, no. Not no. today, Satan. Not today. <laughs> I yes. want to try Phil cross country ski. I want to see Phil run. That's so what I want to see. If I wanted to try it, like, what do you do? Do you rent skis somewhere? Can you do that? Is it? Yes, you, you rent can? skis there. Great question. Okay, yes. what's it called again? Maple Grove. Um, it was the Maple Grove. Kenny and Alexis, help me out. It's the it's a Three Rivers Park system. Hold okay. on a minute. I want to get Three Rivers Park Maple Grove Park. Let me get. I want to get the exact one for everybody. I want you guys. Uh, Another yeah, place it, that you can go to Elm Creek, rentals? Elm Creek, Elm Creek Park oh, okay. Reserve, Don McLean. Okay. And Lex, I'm going to send you the website, my love, yes, so I'll we put can it put it up there. Thank you, sweetie. Sure. What were you going to uh, say, Lex? I was going to say another place. Um, if Maple Grove is kind of maybe not in your, you know, close to, close to home, is Como Como um, Lake. Right around the lake, there's the oh. golf course there. Yes, yeah, okay. you can rent skate uh, skis there. Yeah, and most so, nice most of the city courses you can ski at uh, Theo yeah. Worth, Hiawatha, um, along the river in South Minneapolis. Uh, there's no course there, but a lot of the residents um, ski along the river there on the parkway. Yeah. Bottom line, my talkers, I enjoyed it. It's a great workout if you're looking to get out of the house and take advantage of our great park systems. Hey, don't forget also take advantage of listener rewards here on our station. Win a smartwatch dinners from HelloFresh, gift cards to Athleta and Crispin Green, and a My Talk yoga bag. Uh, sign up for listener rewards at MyTalk1071.com. Ken Jennings had his first episode of, uh, of Jeopardy yesterday. What's our thoughts on that? How did he do? We'll talk to you about that after this. Warning, here comes a cliche, ladies. Your smile is your calling card to the world. Yeah, even though people can't see our smiles on the radio. Well, they can sense we're smiling even during your dad jokes, Lex. Um, Dawn, I don't know if I would categorize that post-joke look as smiling. Rude! All jokes aside, your smile is so important, and if you don't like yours for whatever reason... It can be debilitating. It can really affect the quality of your life. And that's why we're so proud to represent Dr. Amy Hughes at Hughes Dental. Dr. Amy has her fantastic virtual smile consults. Here's how it works. You email Dr. Amy with your smile concerns. You can even upload a pic at Hughes-Dental.com. And Dr. Amy will send you back a private video message detailing an action plan. And here's one of the best things. There's no pressure to buy. She doesn't believe in that stuff. This is your year to change your smile. And yes, here's another cliche, change your life. And she's the best at cosmetic dentistry. Don't you have a fun nickname for Dr. Amy, Jace? I sure do. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Yoda of Cosmetic Dentistry. Trust her, we do. Very good Yoda there, Don. Contact Dr. Amy and take advantage of her virtual smile consults at Hughes-Dental.com. And don't forget, Dr. Amy can be your regular dentist, too. She's my regular dentist. Again, that's Hughes-Dental.com. Ken Jennings debuted yesterday as the first guest host on Jeopardy. Uh, I'm not going to use the word replace, but... Following Alex Trebek. I think that's the way to say it. Yeah, that's a good way. Yeah. And he acknowledged I, that, too. Right off the bat. Lex, do you want me to play that and then uh, give you your, give th- give your thoughts? Because uh, I have the, 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 yeah, let's the beginning. It. Which, by the way, you know us. We love a good theme. I love a good open to a show. And we also all, I think, on the show, we appreciate a great announcer. Uh, Johnny Gilbert is one of the best game show announcers ever. Um, and the opening of Jeopardy is just a great kickoff to a show. Um, so here is uh, the beginning after the contestants are announced and uh, they introduce Ken Jennings. Uh, take a listen to this. Here is the guest host of Jeopardy, Ken Jennings. Thank you, Johnny Gilbert. Thank you, everyone. Welcome to Jeopardy. You know, sharing this stage with Alex Trebek was one of the greatest honors of my life. Not many things in life are perfect, but Alex did this job pretty much perfectly for more than 36 years, and it was even better up close. We were dazzled by his intelligence, his charm, his grace, really, there's no other word for it. Like all Jeopardy fans, I miss Alex very much, and I thank him for everything he did for all of us. Let's be totally clear, no one will ever replace the great Alex Trebek, but we can honor him by playing the game he loved. Jim, Tanay, Julia, welcome to the show. And they were off to the races. And I was thinking immediately, Jim, the reigning champion, how very, hmm, maybe not odd, but how surreal for him. Because if I'm, if I'm remembering correct, he was present for Alex's last show. They went on hiatus, obviously. And now he's back with, with, with Ken hosting. So what a unique, I sh- yeah, there's a word there. What a, what a unique experience. I was thinking. I know he was there for Alex's final. And like I said, they, they production stopped and now he's back for this historic. I don't mean to be overly dramatic, but in the show's history, this is a uh, this is a um, a history making episode. Uh, w- what it was like for that guy? What did you think, Lex? How how do you think he did? Okay, I'm rooting for Ken Jennings. <laughs> I really am. I think he is a very genuine person. He has a much softer voice than Alex Trebek. It was very sweet how he opened the show. He choked up. And by the end of it, now I did chase a baby around in the middle of it, but I did come (laughs) back. (laughs) He seemed like he loosened up even more. And that first night, you can't really judge off of that anyway, because it's, can you imagine the nerves already having to step into that position? But he, it felt like he was having fun. He genuinely felt uh, sad, you know, when there was uh, a contestant that didn't get the right answer. He kind of had a little giddy, boyish kind of giddy energy when they would get it right. And, I thought he did a great job. Well, you also think 
and we know a little bit about this because of of the jobs that we have. But my talkers, think about all of the little nuances that go into a job like that. Now, look, we've made fun of. I make fun of the. It, I make. I just recently made fun of the fact that Pat and Vanna they work like fifty days a year and then they're then they're off. It is a great gig. It's a great gig once you get used to doing it. Mm-hmm. And the but, others, the fans get uh, used to it too. Yeah, the, and and we say this too. The great ones make it look easy. But think of all the little things that go into hosting a show like Jeopardy. Mm. You know, right, Don? I mean, all of the things, like, uh, where do you go? And what do you say? And how do you kick off the show? And what do you say first? And you got to remember, you know, uh, are you going to let the contestants talk now? Or do they introduce themselves in the second segment? And then, uh, you know, all of those yeah. little things that, again, the great ones make look easy and flawless that you don't think about. Yes. Because <laughs> they're RuPaul's already, you know, well, think about RuPaul's Drag Race and mm. how we were talking about it yesterday. Just yeah. too many things changing, changing, even though, you know, probably needs to evolve, but it's just totally. all at once. Fans get discombobulated. Yep. This was a beautiful, like, half step to get in there. Not a lot changed. No. Other than, you know, of course, new host, but they kept it very, very similar. <laughs> Set, well, announcer, even the way they set up the game, everything. Well, and I would imagine if you would look at the audience, if you would examine and dig deep into the audience that watches Jeopardy, they are a breed of folks that they really do not like change. I'm not yeah. I'm, I'm not yeah. casting uh, stereotypes, but I'm just saying humans in general don't like change. Yeah, don't and my game. And you've already removed the pillar of the show. Don't change anything else for a prolonged period of time. Price is Right did that very well when they went from Drew Carey or Bob Barker to Drew Carey. They waited to make changes until like four or five years down Drew's hosting road. So uh, you can watch Jeopardy uh, over there on the Care, the Care Bears. We're going to take a break. When we come back, SJP replies to fans next. I want your belly. Huh. And it's Poor Kenny. Watermelon sugar bringing us back. Jason oh, and Alexis. That's why. Yeah. Yeah, it's watermelon done. sugar. Thank you. Don Don got rid of it. <laughs> Is it, it done too. for the morning? I'm not going to hear this at 8:40. Right? <laughs> oh, you big oh. babies, get over it. Come on. <laughs> I don't mind it. D- take the plural out of babies. I don't I like oh. it. It's yeah. disrespecting like the listeners too. what it is. Oh, it's, it's a bumper. <laughs> It's only 35 uh, seconds. <laughs> I I don't mind it. It's uh we've had far more it's a good earworm. Yeah, we've no, had far no. more horrible songs as bumpers let me tell you we've uh, we've had many more yeah welcome back everyone jason and alexis in the morning on this tuesday january 12th 2021 so yesterday we were telling you about um sex in the city coming back on hbo max and a lot of excitement initially and then of course as is the case then then comes the analyzing by writers and boy oh boy oh boy was there a uh river of analyzing this uh yesterday throughout the night throughout the afternoon and then it reached a fever pitch when Sarah Jessica Parker jumped on her own Instagram and a few other people's Instagram 
and started replying mm-hmm. to a couple comments and a couple uh, questions. One of them, the number, well, obviously the number one question everyone's asking about this is about Kim Cattrall and her character of Samantha. How are you going to do this without Samantha? And, uh, and Sarah Jessica Parker responded. She goes, uh, happy to see you. Well, this is what one of the viewers wrote. Happy to see you back, but we'll miss Samantha. And SJP replied, we will too. We loved her so. And then she continued. She goes, uh, she will always be there. And we're so excited. And in another another post, SJP said, because one of the viewers wrote, that, hey, I've heard these rumors that you disliked Kim Cattrall. And uh, SJP went on that one and said, no, I don't dislike her. I've never said that, never would. Samantha isn't part of this story, but she will always be part of us no matter where we are or what we do. What did you think of this, Lex? Very diplomatic answers. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. She did a good job of kind of tempering, you know, answering, but not really answering kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but what can you say at I, this point? Yeah. Kim Cattrall has gone on and their interviews after the second movie, you know, she w- didn't feel that she was paid enough and that she never felt of kinship or any friendship with the other ladies, that they were just co-workers. And so when you hear that type of thing and then now we're here fast forward without her, what more is there to say? And it is also kind of, uh, and look, we will never, ever, ever know what really went on. And I've spent a good amount of time on this show um, busting on Kim Cattrall, mainly out of a um, place of disappointment because I'm a fan that would like to see her back. Um, so, so I've spent more time being on SJP side, but even if the, but we will never know what really happened between those two. I don't think we ever really will. And mm-hmm. I think the truth is somewhere in the middle. I think there's probably fault on both sides. I, I bet there was a mountain of miscommunication. I bet there were regrets. I bet there were things said and done that both wish they could change. But sometimes, you know, uh, you can't rebuild the bridge. The bridge has been destroyed and, and you can't rebuild it. Yeah. Having Having said all of that, I'm going to defend SJP a little bit here. Not that, not from you, Lex, but just in general. This is really a damned if you do, damned if you don't moment for SJP. There's nothing she can say that will satisfy all the people that are Team Kim. And there are really, there's really nothing she can say um, that will placate the other side. Um, So you kind of do have to be diplomatic in this and just go, you know, I never, I I never said that and, and, and play it down the middle kind of like she did. We love her. I started but, watching Sex in the City. What? Yesterday. <laughs> Kenny getting. Kenny, did you do too? I know uh, Kenny, did you follow suit with uh, did you follow Don's lead? Did you? Of course, of course not. Uh, but okay, question yeah. for uh, Don. Uh, so you started with season 1, episode 1, <laughs> yeah. right? Mhm. Of okay, course. Good. Yeah. Good. There's of course. six seasons. I, I knew the answer going in. I just I wanted to confirm. Up. I want to know the whole thing that I've been missing what? for so long. What year is that yeah, though? Season 1. What year? That had to be 98. early 90s. I don't know. Oh, They're smoking late a lot 90s. though. Yeah. 
What 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 what's your overall? This is fascinating. Did you so watch one episode, yeah. Or? I mean, Talk I to watched us, episodes before here and there, spattering in the middle, like I knew the, the characters. Um, I just I thought it was really fun. I didn't. I thought it was an hour long show, but it's just a half an hour. No, girl. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's great for me because I can watch that when I'm working out. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. You know, it's just like my reward for my cardio. So um, I loved it. I thought that it was a very simple. You did? Yeah, I did. Um, A very simple concept. Um, It's kind of like, you know, it's like us against them, sort of a fun little like trying to figure out men and why they are the way they are and just being frustrated about being single in New York City and all the good guys are taken. You know? It's just, it's very cute. I love it because each character, you can tell they're, they, from the beginning, uh, were careful about how they developed each character. They're very distinct, you know, um, and different. So that's, that's interesting. I, I like it so far. We're talking Sex in the City if you just oh. tuned in. Yeah, Dawn, 1998, June 6, 1998 through February 22nd, 2004. Okay. Uh, it ran. So that was the, um, I'm glad that you liked it. Mm. I, I, I think that could have went either way. Yeah. I, 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 you for you. I, yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah, same. There are there are things that are like eye rolling about it, but still, it's a very, it's a very so far cute light show that you know I like all the, you know, the sex in it. <laughs> yeah, it's. And, I don't know. It's, it's I'm getting to, and I realize this, Lex, I have never seen in its entirety the final season of Sex and the City. I have seen up until the final season, so I'm... Is that uh, where you're, you are in this series? Uh, that's where I am right now. Right? I'm rewatching it, and I'm to Burger, uh, mm. Carrie's boyfriend Burger, which a uh, recent poll said he's uh, people find him to be Carrie's least, like out of all of the loves, people like him the least. And mm, I don't know. I, I I haven't gone through the whole burger journey, so I'll let you know at the other end. But <laughs> sounds uh, delicious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, oh, I. You need a list of all the different lovers. <laughs> yeah. And keep a keep a spreadsheet <laughs> so of far, who yeah. was with who and what when and who came back and. Mm-hmm. She meets Mister Big in the first episode. I didn't realize that. I thought he was further along in the the journey but oh yeah she has like a little one-off romance in the afternoon a little afternoon delight with somebody she used to sleep with and uh you know it's just i don't know i'm like okay i, I can't wait to see what's next yeah it's very of the time and, and the only the only semi-critical because again just like i was bemoaning the overanalyzing of Star Wars to the point of exhaustion and, and to the point of sucking the the primal joy out of the thing. Mm-hmm. I, I stopped myself from reading too many hypercritical uh, stories or commentary about Sex and the City, the revival. But the one that did make me think and go, you know, she has a point, and I think it was in Vanity Fair. It doesn't much matter the the outlet, but she did ask a, a she did ask a, a really good question. Without Samantha, who was the most sex forward and sex honest of of the four women, what kind of stories are you going to tell? I mean, I know that the show is no longer called Sex in the City, and it's mm-hmm. not just about, but really, 
you know, that really was what the show did. You know, before there were a lot of there's a lot of female friendship shows before and after Sex in the City. But the thing that will always be the thing that Sex in the City can hang its hat on, it was really the first show that that w- that illustrated and showed women talking frankly about sex just like men do mm-hmm. and 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 doing it unapologetically and Samantha personified that aspect of the show so without that's that was such an important dynamic of the show and a great and a, and a great element of it without that i'm really curious of of how Will another that, girlfriend jump in and fill that role, or yeah, maybe someone else has evolved and maybe not evolved, but you know, is more open to talk about it and maybe. bring those topics up. Because that's really, but maybe that's not what Sex in the City twenty twenty one is yeah. supposed to be about. We've already they've already broke that glass ceiling. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe, and it's not even called Sex in the City. Maybe and just like that. Maybe their goal is something different now, as it should be. Sex in the City really can't exist in 2021 like it did. You can't have four upper middle class white women buying twenty thousand dollars shoes. It doesn't really. It's it really wouldn't uh, resonate with modern audiences uh, like it did. Um, yeah, you know what and I that's mean? my biggest concern is going forward from that. Just thinking, how can they live in a world right now? And as the world depict is a friendship as right as it is right now, uh, that to me, you know, the chemistry, of course, is the most important. And yes, without Samantha, there will be a, a gap there, but it can be filled with someone new or a whole different thing. That's why I'm excited to see it. Like, yeah. How are they going to do this? Yep. I want to be in that writer's room. 642, everyone. OK, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. I'm not Melissa McCarthy. My apologies. Kristen Wiig is in a new movie. And the trail, a teaser trailer came out. And I have, I don't, I don't anyway, Don McClain has a story. We have, I have lots of thoughts when we come back. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. Thank you. Uh, don't do no more of that. America's favorite family is at it again. Hi, Daddy! And again. We're locked in a cellar! And again. Oh, look at this. We got him on his lap already. We'll be turning our home into a massage parlor. All in the family. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. That is a promo from 1972 (laughs) on CBS, and the reason I played that is because today, 50 years ago, on this day, All in the Family premiered on the Tiffany Network. Unbelievable. 50 50 years. 50 years ago. Oh, my. It debuted, yeah. (laughs) I know. What a groundbreaking show. Oh, I mean, absolutely unbelievable i mean it really really was and so different uh than anything that was ever on television before um and even now yeah. and even now yeah, it w- 
Yeah, it would it would never get on the air. Um, I'll have more on it. I, I pulled some fun stuff uh, coming up on our eight. But yeah, happy 50th, all in the family. And Norman Lear, who's 98 and still 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 doing it. Yeah. Yep. He was just on CBS Sunday morning. So um, still doing meetings, still pitching, I think, six shows. He has six shows being pitched uh, to networks. And he's 98 years old. Just think about that. Wow. Are all the shows about people in their 90s? Uh, Yeah, they're all. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 649. Welcome back, everyone. So uh, Kristen Wiig uh, dropped a new trailer yesterday for for a movie. Mm -hmm. And and Dawn, you saw this? Yeah, it's called Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar. (laughs) It is. uh, She wrote the script along with Annie Mumo. I don't know how to say her last name. Mumolo? Yeah, I, I don't either. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a kind of a tongue twister there, but uh, she wrote Bridesmaids with uh Andy Momolo and it was supposed to be released in theaters on July 16th, but they've decided to just release it on a premium video on demand platforms next month on February 12th. So you're going to be able to rent it and I think this is a great idea. You do? Yeah, just go ahead and get it out to us. I'm hungry for something like this that's just, you know, it's just silly. It's, uh, you know, it's two women in the Midwest, and they've never been on a vacation before, and they decide to go to vacation in Florida. I have a little bit of the trailer if you want to hear it. (laughs) Yes, yes. It doesn't really give away a lot, and you need to watch the trailer because the beginning has this adorable kid who's delivering papers, and he (laughs) is really expressing himself, but um, it's a visual thing more than anything, so I'll just play uh, the middle part of the trailer. Hey, Barb. Yes, Star. You know what I just love? What? Movie trailers. (gasps) Me too! I like how they're little movies about another movie before a different movie. Sometimes I find myself watching a trailer for a movie while I'm watching a totally different movie. What? Me too! Barb! What if we had a movie? What? (laughs) Then we'd have to have a trailer. Oh, yes, listen, I wouldn't want to give anything away, though, about the movie. Me neither, especially our faces. Gosh, I can almost see our trailer now. And then I'm going to cut it off there because we don't want to have to cut that song out of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> You're thank welcome, you. Lex. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, it just seems like so they get into some situation where there's a killer and it's like it's just a fun comedy with these two women that have ridiculous hairstyles, you know, from the late 80s. Um or early 80s, so I, I don't know. To see this, just the kid alone in the beginning. I, I want to see him. What is he doing? He's great. Yeah, I, I am just so confused by the trailer and the concept, and what, and then looking at uh, they go into a montage just as Dawn cut off uh, uh, "Celebrate" or "Holiday" by Madonna. They go into a montage of just images from the movie, and it looks wackadoodle. Yeah, and I'm and I'm like, is it going to be a good wackadoodle, or is it going to be just bad wackadoodle? Now I trust yeah. these two because I mean, hello, they wrote bridesmaids. Together. They wrote bridesmaids, and mm-hmm. Maya Rudolph. Relieving herself in the middle of a road in a wedding dress is still one of the greatest moments in cinema. Yes. But I, I'm so I have faith in these two. I I'm just worried by the trailer. And Jamie Dornan's in it. Yeah. From um the 
Whitney sex room movie, um, yeah. Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, he looks good in the little flash that we see him. Mm-hmm. Well, let's Lex, Lex, Lex. Let's be <laughs> let's be clear. He could look good buying um, a stove at Sears. Oh, you know, yeah. I mean, he's, yeah, he's Damon just, Wayans Jr.'s in it. Yes. Yeah, and then that little boy. His name is Rain Doy. Okay. Um, he Gosh, plays he a character so named funny. Yo-Yo, and uh, I mean, he's a major part of it. There's some weird thing where he is like in this. He looks like. Um, almost like a Donald Trump figure, like in in this lair, these doors open up and he's like in this penthouse and yeah. he's wearing a suit. It's really bizarre. Kenny, let's do this. Why don't um, bring over some marijuana? We'll cheat and chong what? it and then we'll watch this. And then any of that, uh, <laughs> Jason, uh, I, I'm out. I I don't know where to get it. Kenny, go ahead and bring over some marijuana. Then we'll watch. We'll eat some Cheetos, some Fritos, any snack food that ends with O, and then we'll watch this, and I think we'll have a good night. Are we going to be able to sit through, how long is it, 90 minutes? 90 minutes of fake Midwest accent? Uh, You don't like that. Okay, that's a great point. It brushed me the wrong way instantly, right away. It just set me off. It um, is, but I just I, the, the problem is I only heard it. I didn't see the characters. Yeah. Oh. And I love Kristen Wiig. I, I love, love that woman. Yeah, I, like I there is the the scene in Bridesmaids where they are competing. They're doing the um, the the party and they're competing for the attention of the bride, and they keep oh one upping each other with yes. the speeches. Is one of the best sequences mm-hmm. in that movie. It's so good. It's so. And when things like that happen in real life, you're like, oh, there we go. Bride there we go. <laughs> They're competing for the attention of the bride. Yep. yep. Yeah. Oh, can I have the mic? Let me, let me have the mic one more time. I love Alyssa. Alyssa and I have been friends for 15 years. Oh, God. That it, I, Lex, we were on the air. We, we had our show. And I remember I saw that movie. At, a, at the Plymouth Man Theater and coming on the air the next day, and I laughed so hard in that movie theater. I mean, like, real laugh. Not the <laughs> yeah. fake, polite laugh. Like, belly over. And you had seen it, too. I think there were a couple oh, press screenings at night, and we died. I mean, it was just like, again, yeah, the whole... up to time, too. Oh, yeah, it does. It's so funny. I, I think this will be the same. And it, you do? It's high bar, but... The, the little flashes that you're just going, what the heck is going on? There's one where there's two sitting by the pool and they're putting sun tan lotion on each other and it's just slathered <laughs> on and like thick and white. And I, I want to okay. know what, what's going on there. Okay, I hope I hope you're right because we need this. We need we need comedy. We need ridiculous comedy. Yes. We really do. Uh, dear dear friends, stay right there. When we come back, I watched the Tiger Woods documentary on HBO Max, uh, part one of that, and uh, yeah, uh, we'll talk about all of that and more when the seven o'clock hour starts after this.